Hello, hello to all my amazing speech language pathologists. Today, we're gonna talk about push-in speech therapy. I am so biased, but I love push-in speech therapy, and I'm so excited to talk to you about how I do this in a variety of ways in a very collaborative model for my full inclusion preschool program. Let's back up a little bit though and talk about what push-in speech therapy is and what push-in speech therapy services can look like in the school setting. The way I define push-in speech therapy is instead of pulling out students to come to my separate speech therapy classroom, I go into the classrooms and deliver speech therapy or service my students within their classroom environment around their peers. So what can this look like? Well, it can look like a number of things. Sometimes this looks like going into the classroom and providing whole group lessons. In preschool, it's in the form of running a circle time, maybe doing a story time, where I might be modeling not only for the students, but for the teachers and staff, different strategies or language elicitation techniques for the entire classroom, which in my program is going to be a maximum of 14 students. Because I'm in a full inclusion preschool setting, some of the students are on an individual education plan. Most likely they do receive speech language services. And then the other half of the class are children who we call general education students, which are students without an individualized education plan and don't have any identified learning or speech needs. So that whole group lesson is not necessarily something I am in there to work with my specific speech students in. It's more to just provide extra interventions or collaboration with the teachers. Another way that I have performed push-in therapy services is running a center. What this looks like is I have a maximum of four students at a time for 15-ish to 20-ish minutes where I am running a specific, usually a play-based center with the preschool students. Again, this is a mixed group of kids, so I won't only have my speech students at a center. There will be maybe one or two of my speech students and one or two of the general education students at my center. And this is a really great way, one, to be directly servicing my students that do receive collaboration services or person services, but it's also a great way to have them have access to their peers. And then they have peer models, they are peer modeling, and we are just having a great time in that small center where I also can have adaptable activities. When I am planning on running a center in the classroom, I will plan with the teachers ahead of time and understand what their theme for the week is. If we're working on, you know, zoo if we're working on zoo animals or farm animals or community helpers, whatever it might be, I then plan my center accordingly. And when I do that, I bring multiple things and my activities are all adaptable to be able to meet the individual needs of the students since we do have a variety of kids with different needs in that center. I highly recommend always bringing some kind of book or maybe a couple of books that are interactive, so board books where there can be touching and feeling and pushing buttons. I like to have manipulatives and maybe different toys that I can be using to enhance the lesson or the story. Sensory bins are another fun one where we can talk about different vocabulary as the children take turns, diving into the sensory bin and finding different objects. There's a whole lot you can do. And as you do more and more push-in and work closely with the teachers, you get more ideas. 
Other ways that you can do push-in speech therapy services might be a little bit more, what I like to say is casual, where you're going into the classroom, not necessarily at a planned time, or you've let the teacher know ahead of time, you're coming in to work with one specific student, maybe with an aide, to model a variety of things based on that individual student's need. For instance, I might have a student where we're working on play skills and I know they really love being outside and so I will push in during their outside play or recess time where we can have fun using language on the slides or on the swings. We can be drawing with sidewalk chalk, we can have fun with the hula hoops or the big bouncy balls, whatever it is. I am individually targeting speech and language with that student. I'm not running a small group. We might have, you know, a time where we're playing with our peers, but I am not sitting with them at a center time. I'm not at the carpet with them inside and reading a story to the whole group or leading a song. It is specifically whatever that child needs based on their individual goals. Another example of this is if you have a student working with any assistive technology. Every Friday in my preschool program, there is a share day based on the letter of the week. Every student brings in an item that starts with that specific letter. Well, I had a student a couple of years ago working, we were working on a lot of assistive technology. We had our AT team actually doing an evaluation on her. And, and one of her goals was to access a switch to be able to participate in familiar songs, to be able to request or greet. Something we like to do, and I would use my push-in sessions with her for, was during share time, I would find out ahead of time, either her mom would tell me or the teachers would find out right when she got to school, what she brought for share. I would then pre-record on her switch what she brought. I would also pre-record her name so she could say, hello, my name is. Then when it was her turn to share, we got up in front of the class together and she would access her switch and share what she brought using that technology. This is something that most importantly allowed her to participate fully in the classroom routine of share time. It allowed me the opportunity to model the appropriate wait times and prompting that go into her accessing her technology for the entire staff. So that way when I'm not there, they've had that model once a week and they can do that when she's accessing those things and I'm working with other students in my speech room or from other classes. The thing to remember with push-in, as you remember with pull-out services, there's always the emphasis on providing your services in the way that best meets the individual needs of your students. Sometimes this looks like collaboration directly with the teachers. Talking about ways that you've noticed your students' communication can be best supported. Asking teachers if they have any specific needs for the classroom that will maybe better support the student's communication when the speech pathologist is not there. If you have a student that when you're in your pullout services is having a little bit more trouble participating or is maybe less motivated or engaged, at first those push-in services might look like you going in and doing observations and determining if it's going to be more beneficial for that student to be in their classroom because that's where they're more motivated and engaged. Another thing to remember about push-in services is that collaboration with the teachers and the staff is very, very important. When you go into a classroom, Yes, you have a level of expertise in the world of communication and speech and language that is important and very, very necessary as a part of that classroom team. But every classroom is different. 
all the teachers and the aides interact differently. And so you are entering a classroom that has a specific culture and that is very important and deserves to be honored and respected. Go in willing to be open and learn from the teachers as much as you want to teach them. We all have things to share with each other and that collaboration piece makes us all better educators and service providers. And when we're doing things like this in collaboration and push in therapy with an open mind, we are making the interactions for our students and with our students more joyful, and we increase the possibilities for their learning. If you have any further questions about push-in therapy or you'd like more examples, please feel free to drop that in the comments below. I would love to answer your questions in another video. As always, say thanks more today and every day, and know that I am so grateful that you're here and that we can share these stories together.